0: Good evening listeners, welcome to Step by Step, Walking into Your Destiny on the Anchor Podcast. Tonight is Thursday night, December the 12th, 2019, and we are having our Thursday night prayer line on the podcast tonight. We'd like to welcome each and every one of you all, and tonight we are going to have some Christmas Reflections done, and before we do that, I'll turn it over to Pastor Olivia Larry, the pastor of About My Father's Business in Fort Collins, Colorado, Pastor Olivia. Welcome,
1: everyone. This is a couple of weeks before Christmas, and we're going to be doing some reflections, Of Christmas and how we feel about the Lord and how we feel about Christmas uh, individually and as a whole, you know, coming together as his children and how we see him and what he's done for us. Let let us open up, first of all, in prayer. Father, we thank you for this evening, O Lord. Father, we thank you because you've allowed us another week and you've brought us through, O Lord. This is the day that you made for us, and we have uh, rejoiced and are glad in it. And we just want to say thank you, Father. We ask that you are just bless this podcast tonight, O oh Lord Jesus, Father God. We ask that you will encourage those that are on and those who may be coming on, oh or with a word that you give us to say tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, once again, we're going to be celebrating, you know, the upcoming uh, birth of Christ. This is, uh, you know, the day that the world celebrates the birth of Christ, because we don't really know when he was born. But we're going to just be giving some reflection, and I'm going to start off with, you know, what the Lord has given me, And, and just thinking about things. And what it means to me what why he was born and why he came to be born and you know as we read the story about the birth of christ and i was looking in luke 2 and it was describing what was happening and wouldn't know what was born and i'm going to start up in luke 2 and i'm just going to read the nice verse and what had happened directly afterwards and it says and behold An angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone all about them, and they were trembling and being frightening. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring to you good news of a great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the town of David a Savior who is Christ, the Messiah, the Lord. I have read Luke 2, 9, 3, 11th verse. And you know, this describes, uh, you know, the Savior. And when Christ was born, a flash, the glory shone all around him. And the, this was showing us the Savior was born. You know, the Lord had to be born because he needed a Savior. Because he was born and is alive today. You know, the Lord knew, first of all, before the foundation of the world, our Father knew that we would need a Savior. He knew that we would need a Redeemer. You see? And he knew it. And we could never think of it. Because in the Garden of Eden, he knew that Adam and Eve would sin. You see, we're reading the account in the world, the Bible, but he knew this would happen, and he knew that Jesus would have to come and be born because he'd have to be our Savior. He knew that Jesus would have to die on the cross and shed his blood for the redemption of our sins, and that is the reason why he had to be born. He had to be born so that he... Would die, and the Lord uh, shows tells us in the in the Bible that He came like us. Uh, he was born as a human being in a humble setting, simple setting, yet with all praise and glory, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, in the stable, as humbly You know, the Lord showed that He comes humble. he comes humble, not in uh, a palace, not even though he was royal. He was not born in the best hotel. He was humble. It's represented for all men. It does not matter if you're poor. It does not matter if you're rich. He came for all men. And he had to come because we all needed him. All have sinned and fallen short with the glory of the Lord. And as I reflect, I thank Him for what He has done for me. I thank Him because He died. He sacrificed His Son for me, that I may have a right to the tree of life, that I may be saved, that I may be the righteousness of God. And I thank Him for that. See, this, when I see Him, when I uh, celebrate Christmas, this is what I think of. he was born so that I may have a right to the tree of life. He was born because he knew he had to die on the cross. He had to sacrifice himself because no man was perfect enough. No man was pure enough to sacrifice his shed blood because the, 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 the father required blood. No one was pure enough. He was the only one that good sacrifice. So, and I'm blessed for all sin, and this is what I have to reflect. So, you know, and uh, the bishop instructed us that we were supposed to, you know, read and pray after we we're done. So, let us pray, Father in heaven, that we thank you, O Lord, that you sent your Son Jesus to be born on this earth born in a manger, born that he might die in our place, that he might take our place on the cross and sacrifice himself and shed his blood that we might have a way to the of life. Because without the shedding of blood, Father, we know there could be no redemption. So, Father, we thank you for sending your son today, O oh Lord Jesus. We thank you that he was born, Father God. And we give you glory today. Father, we ask that you bless everyone that's listening to this podcast tonight, so that they may realize and see that there is more to you than just, you know, uh, everyone that see the world as uh, things of you, that you are the Savior, that you are the lover of their soul, that you are forgiving, Lord Jesus, that you are long-suffering with your time, Father, we ask, the Lord, during this time, that those who are lost, will receive you unto the death. And, Lord, that you are, you're Lord, we just thank you, Father, tonight for your son. We give you glory right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Okay, I'm going to uh, ask the next person in line. To come on, and, and just begin. And we're not gonna do any order; just the one
2: that just want to hear right now. Just come on. Um, well, last night I was thinking about my own, ref- um, just reflecting on what the Lord has done for my life, and just growing up, going to church, going to a Catholic church. I would see the cross, but I never understood the meaning of the cross. I never understood why did He die. Why was he on this cross? And just as I got older and older, just leaving the church, started searching for everything under the sun but him until I finally hit rock bottom and he had my attention. And I finally realized his love for me. He gave me a new life. He gave me a new name and purpose just because he loved me where he found me. I wasn't perfect, so much was going on in my life. But he found me there, he reached out to me and he pulled me up and he helped me and he reminded me of the lost sheep. And I was and as I was looking that up in Luke fifteen and it starts at the first verse. And it it just touched me because this was my life and leads. Now all the tax collectors and sinners, including non observant Jews, were coming near Jesus to listen to him both the Pharisees and the scribes began muttering and complaining, saying, this man accepts and welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost, searching until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And he, when he gets home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. And just he reminded me that in the midst of my storms and my life, I was lost. But he was always there. I look back at my life; he was there. But I had the scales over my eyes, and I couldn't see. And when I hit that rock bottom, that I can only turn to him, he finally showed himself and his love and his grace and his mercy to my life, and he cleaned me up. And I have not been perfect. I. Backslidden, I turned away from him, and he was constantly there. He never forsook me. Everybody else walked away from me, but he was always there, showing me his love. His love is like nothing that we can ever encounter in his in this world. His love is so perfect because his word says that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us, and I can hold on to that, and that draws me even the more that the things that I thought were attractive in this world, they're not even attractive anymore. I just say to that, you know what? I love my God. I love my Lord and Savior. And he loves me and He is more than enough for me. And I just thank him for that parable to show me that he was rejoicing when he found me all those years that I was wandering around and finally I am his and he is mine. And Father God, I just thank you right now and I lift up your name, Lord. And i pray those who are listening will understand deeply in their hearts how much you love them how much you care for them that you are chasing them down that at every turn that you're right there stretching out your hand and i pray that they will stretch their hand out and receive you as their lord and savior that they will turn away from this world and they will give themselves fully and completely to you because your love is perfect your love is amazing your love will never bring them down. We'll always lift them up. You can do it. i got you. Even when we fall back and walk away, Lord, and backslide, you're still there encouraging. Come on. You can do it. I've got you. Come on. I just say thank you, Lord, that you're that awesome. We just give you the glory tonight, Lord, because it does belong to you and to you alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.
0: Hey, man. We're doing cl- Christmas reflections, so if there's anyone else, if you'll come forth.
3: Well, I thank the Lord for. Bless me. I thank the Lord for keeping me I thank the Lord for where he brought me from because oh, if it was for him I wouldn't even be here
1: yes.
3: and I know he's worthy to be praised all the time
1: Yes.
3: and I, I tell you it feels so good that, that the Lord saw me to save me and I thank God for it and I know Christmas, it ain't about Santa
0: Claus, it ain't about St.
3: Nick, it's Amen. about Jesus, Amen. and I know that where he brought me from, and I thank him, I thank him for dying on the cross, I thank him for dying on the cross for me, because mm-hmm. he didn't have to do it, but he did, and I give him the glory, I give him the honor, I give him the praise, because he's worthy to be praised all the time. And he's been better to me than I have been to myself, and I don't have nowhere to put myself. But I thank God that He saw fit and looked down on me and saved me. I know I'm not perfect, but I thank God for where He brought me from. I thank Him for forgiving me of my sin. I thank him for keeping his loving arms around me. I thank him for watching over me. I thank him for his mercy. I thank him for his grace. I thank him for his love. I thank him for his healing. I just thank him for just being God. And I thank him for bringing me from a mighty, mighty long way. wasn't well, for him, I wouldn't even be here. I thank him for blessing me to be above ground, still the underground. Oh, because he's worthy to be praised all the time. And every day that he blesses me, to see another day. That's enough Thanksgiving, and that's enough Christmas for me, because it ain't about, like I say, it's not about Santa Claus. It ain't about St. Nick. It ain't about them presents. It's about Jesus, what he done. Amen.
0: Amen. is there anyone else
4: amen glory be to god
0: hi pastor paul god bless you hi god bless you all you know it's
4: a blessing that we can reflect on uh, christmas and some of the things that we have endured through the years and what this nation and this world has been going through um i was when i got your text last night i I ponder on several of the things in the years that uh, what my life has presented myself and just thank God that he was in my life at various times. I, I want to reflect on something, uh, a year that uh, I just thought that it was a year that I almost gave up. Mm. Um, and that was the year of 2013. Uh, reflect on the fact that that year in the beginning in the middle even toward the end i just didn't know what to do um that year i had a physical challenge kidney stones had to remove five of them uh, that same time i lost my job and at the same time i was my home was being repossessed uh i didn't have nowhere to go nowhere to live And at the same time, I was in Liberty University. Um, And I reflect back on that, having an understanding that uh, through all the adversity and things that I endured and gone through, I never gave up hope. I never gave up that I had a God that looked after me. Many times, uh, I didn't understand the word compassion or didn't really understand um, the passion of Christ Uh, you know I raised in a family where a man didn't suppose to cry but I shared tears throughout that year I didn't share tears on the anguish what I was going through I was sharing tears because I knew I had a God that feared to protect me and guide me and show me the way my reflection is from my heart tonight. I'm not here to dwell in a whole lot of scriptures or any of those things. It's just what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Ending at the year, um, I had no food going in December. I lived throughout the year basically on pork and beans and hot dogs. And I did not fold, I had mm-hmm. hope. I just knew uh, that God was still there for me. He said he'd never leave me nor forsake me, and I understood that. I shared tear after tear after tear. I shared it in joy. Even though I was hurting physically, I was hurting spiritually, and I was hurting miserably and mentally throughout that year. When Christmas came around, I had food enough to feed me, But I made a commitment because during the summer, I stopped going to school. It was so hard that I really couldn't bear to to go through my studies. So half a year, I did not study at all. I just kind of like dropped out Liberty University. All that time, I focused in prayer. And I said going into 2014, that it's going to be a better year for me. I reflected on what Job went through, and and I kind of felt the same as Job did. You know, I didn't have no one to uh, talk to me like Job's friends did, but I talked to the Lord throughout that whole entire year. When 2014 rolled around, I had a different outlook, a new outlook. I went back to school finished the courses I had in Liberty with a 3.5 GPA.
2: Yeah.
4: I focused everything that I had on God. Mm. And I didn't have much. I mean, I literally lost everything. I've, my stuff is in storage. I'm like, Lord, what's going on? But I prayed and I stayed focused on God. I stayed focused on him. So my reflection is how I had hope. Mm-hmm. I never lost it. Today, I haven't lost it. And I, when I share with people in my congregation things I've gone through in one year all at the time, and I just tell them, stay focused. Have patience. God is there to provide for us. We know some 2,000 years ago that there was chaos in the world. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were doing what they wanted to do, even attention. You know, I'm reminded where God was talking to Noah he said very simple that man uh, heart would be evil continually and we understood that scripture tells us all that but reading scripture and then going through it and living it is two different things if you haven't lived it if you haven't gone through anything glory be to God I tell you you haven't done anything no matter strong we think we are. Satan has a a way to do things to try to pull you and bring weakness out of you. But I know my strength was in the Lord. He's my redeemer. He's there to help us and guide us. We know that this world will, will not change. He sent the prophets and And so forth. They are the true Santa Claus, all the prophets, from the minor to the major. The greatest gift is what God gives us, his son, Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin Mary. We know that. God has a greater plan for us, greater plan for us. But if we give up, if we give up hope, that plan will never originate in us. My reflection is hold on to the unchanging hand of God. That was a year that I can preach on, I can talk on, because I can lift somebody up by saying, look, you can go through this. I've gone through I can hold your hand. I can pray with you. I can talk with you. I can be by your side. When no one was by my side, the Lord was. So my reflection in 2013 is that that I trusted God that whole entire year and god provides i mean he provides i had gas in my car i was able to do certain things that i didn't think i was capable of doing when christmas rolled around the week before that my job i don't know what they found out about me i couldn't figure out how how this happened but someone came in with cases of food to give me and i I just Mm -hmm. like
3: how these folks
4: know what was going on? Mm-hmm. It was all God. He will he I'm telling you, he will make a way out of no way for you. I sit here today sharing it because I know he's real. He is real. He is He's he Yeshua, God of salvation. Yes. He's the everlasting, the mighty God, Prince of Peace. He's everything that we read about. Question is: Are you going to live with Christ in you? That's my reflection of my Christmas of the year I went through in 2013. Heavenly Father, come to you tonight to thank you again. Thank you, Lord, for laying Your arms upon me. Thank you, Lord, like Your bird and Your wings. Protect me, O Heavenly Father, keeping me safe from harm from any danger. You protect me, O Heavenly Father. You showed me another way. I will continue to trust in you, O Lord. I will continue to lean on your everlasting word. When you said, O Heavenly Father, i abide in you; you abide in me, and everything I ask for shall be given. I lean on your words, O Lord. I lean on the agreement, O Heavenly Father. When you said you'll never leave me nor forsake me. The things I endure, O oh Heavenly Father, things I can speak on, preach on and tell people about, oh, Lord, is your goodness. For you the God that sit high and look low and you know our infirmities, you know what we go through, you know what I've gone through, and you know what the congregation that we minister through, O oh Heavenly Father, and those that's on this prayer line, I ask, O oh Heavenly Father, that you minister to their hearts, their spirit, soul and mind. Protect them, O oh Heavenly Father. Let them know that you're there for them, O oh Lord, and they don't give up. Don't waver. They fall upon you, O oh Heavenly Father, your word of truth. I love you, Lord. For I give you all praise and glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Paul. God bless you. And we are going to pray for Pastor Betty. I received her message today. And I know she's under the weather, and we have um, um, Pastor Janine. She's coming along, but she's been under the weather. And Minister D'Amica Proctor, and then um, one of my sisters in Missouri um, has pneumonia, Sister Deb Wilhite. And then um, um, Pastor Olivia Larry, her daughter was in a car accident, By hit and run driver um, earlier today, and um, she's in Ohio. Her name's Kim. We prayed for Kim before. She God uh, healed her of breast cancer, so we need to pray for her as well on tonight. Um, I'm going to um, ask um, Pastor Paul, can you come back? And then before we go to the next speaker. And just pray for the sick. And then we'll continue. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen.
4: Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you again. Uh, Lord, there's so many people, Heavenly Father, who's calling your name right now. I ask, oh Lord, that you touch them, oh Heavenly Father. Touch them with your arms, oh Heavenly Father, with your hands and Touch them with your love, your blood. Just touch them, oh Heavenly Father. Let them know, oh Heavenly Father, that you're there with them. That person that can barely hold their head up. That individual, o Heavenly Father, that got hit hit and running the automobile, oh Lord. That that person that's sick, that's recovering, oh Heavenly Father, from the flu or Whatever bug that they may have, O oh Heavenly Father, we ask that you remove it in the name of Jesus. We know that by your stripes, O oh Lord, we are healed, and we lean on you, O oh Heavenly Father, for tonight. I ask, O oh Heavenly Father, that you help everyone, O oh Heavenly Father, that's on this prayer line. Family, member, loved ones that's not feeling well, that's sick right now, in the name of Jesus. I ask, O oh Lord, that you strengthen them. I ask, O oh Lord, that you walk with them, talk with them and carry them if they need to be carried. I love you, O Lord, for all what you're doing in our lives and the changes, O heavenly Father, that you can make in our lives. All we have to do is call on you. Call on your name, Jesus. Call on who you are, Lord. The God of mercy, the God of grace, the God of peace. Thank you, O Lord. Thank you for your healing power in jesus name we pray amen
0: amen amen Amen. so now we'll ask for our next speaker and we're whoever's ready you'll just come forth okay well, I'm just going to share with you just a few minutes tonight just some relationship tips for Christmas season. Um, in our household, Christmas, along with Thanksgiving, is just like um, family, friends, fellowship. And whoever comes through the door, we just welcome, welcome them. Um, As we reflect on Christmas, I would like to just impart that we think about the word Christmas. And we need to center our hearts on Christ's birth and his mission. And the deeper meaning of the holidays. And this will help everyone to become easier to get along with. People get so stressed. But this will help. As, and being in leadership, and a lot of you are, you know, heads in your family, um, heads in your church, you know, um, we have to have a heart of compassion. And so this will help everyone become easier to get along with because the the main meaning of the holiday will remain intact. Sometimes we have to help to keep things centered. So that's um, the first thing. And then hear. Hear what uh, your friends and family are voicing You know as their stress or what's stressing them and listen carefully to them that's a gift that will lower the stress sometimes people just they don't want you to say anything they just they would like for you to listen so that's the second thing we need to hear third reach we need to reach out As a family to help others in order to keep the proper perspective on what is really important in life You know some some people they go into all types of debt They max out their credit cards just for one day and So we need to reach out to help others you know to keep the proper perspective and and make gentle you know loving suggestions on what is really important in life is paying your house note more important than going out here spending your house note on something that you know your children are going to play with for A few days or a few weeks and then they lose interest invest i invest invest in memories not material goods make time for family like come come together and and um bake or you know do something if you have a tree do that decorate together play a board game you know, my, my, um, husband, um, and my grandson, well, my son, I don't know if he actually played with Tadri, but Terrence and Lee used to play checkers and they would play each other and then they play chess and they play each other. And, you know, I think Lee taught Terrence to play chess, but it was just fun And, you know, you know, we have board games and things like that. So invest and invest your time, you know, just spending time with family. And my sister just recently lost her husband. He went to be with the Lord and she's just so empty. But we are, I've invited her over and we are going to just do some baking. That's what my mom used to do. We're going to bake some things
3: and, you know, give them away This
0: concludes step-by-step walking into your destinies. Thursday night, prayer and Christmas reflections. Good night.